Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11. There's a lot of them, but there's more of us, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's 2014. It's a World Cup year. Yes! Yes! 62 yeah. listeners can't be wrong. Come on! <laughs> oh, there's more of us. You're damn right. <laughs> oh, Pete Donaldson's here. Yes, I am. Hello, everybody. Luke Moore's back for another year. Happy New Year. Sexy Jim Campbell. All right. Hey, all. Indeed. Hey, trying out a new catchphrase. Is that your World, uh, is that your world Cup know, song? Right. <laughs> sounds. <laughs> Right, then, it is 2014. It's a World Cup year. Oh, can you feel it? We are <laughs> going to continue to fly the flag for international football <laughs> throughout this year. You'll all be convinced by June. Mm. Some yeah. of you may not have seen it before or even heard of the World no. Cup, but check it out. It's we're the sort of thing we're like, champions of it. That's a little a sprinkling every so often in between Champions League weeks. Yeah. But it's good. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, what would you like to happen this year in the world of football, PT? Um... I would like Newcastle United to possibly win a League, <laughs> a league Cup match, maybe. <laughs> OK. Win a Cup match. Jesus. Is that, is that league as league ambitious <laughs> as you can go with Newcastle? You, can, as you as like them to possibly win a League Cup match? You yeah. have a wonderful imagination. You're on the football round, but you can yeah, say whatever that is you like. Exact, that is my wonderful imagination. The good thing about that is he's going to have to wait until like September to get there. <laughs> <laughs> the rest uh, of the year's written off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've already written this season off. It's fine. <laughs> I want to see us win a knockout match. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you what, cl- I tell you what competition that Newcastle fans would like to see come back. Into Damn into Toto Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you take that? Would you accept that? An Into Toto um, Cup win. It was more of a shield, wasn't it? Yeah, but you take it. Surely. It's called Into Toto Cup win. Yeah. <laughs> is that how bad it is? Is there a shield as well? Yeah, I think it's just a shield. Is Scott, that right? Scott Parker holding up the shield. It yeah, was confused from start to finish. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what about the Anglo Geordie Cup? No, the uh, Geordie Italian Cup. Yeah, I'm not sure start that, that was a thing. Start I'm not it. sure that was a thing. You can start it. Oh, start it. One, one of my favorite, let him have his own answer. <laughs> one of my favourite ever ramble moments is when Pete genuinely and seriously <laughs> accused us of, in quotes, offending the Geordie people. The nation. <laughs> the Geordie nation. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't recall did, ever doing that. You said Geordie Nation. I tell you what, it was probably about you offending Kevin Keegan. Let's yeah. face it. You're yeah. probably having a pop at Kev. Oh, I don't have a pop at Kev. Oh, oh, I am Lord Protector Donaldson over there. <laughs> well, if there's anyone who needs protecting, it's Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Yeah, Pete would take a bullet for him or a yeah. slap yeah. in a label. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that, Pete? Yeah. 
Don't mind. Yeah. Oh, oh, it might be a new year, but the jokes are the same. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so, Pete, are you going for that? I'll go for that, thank you very much. Newcastle to win a, um, cup match. a knockout a league game. Cup match, specifically. Mm. Well, a... it'll have to be a League Cup, because FA Cup won't start till... Yeah, Next that's year. fair. Yeah. That's true. That is mm. very true. Well, unless Newcastle get relegated this year. Yeah, good point. Might get good point. Or get into yeah. Europe. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be next okay. year. OK, uh, Luke, can you...? Yeah, I would just like to see, in general, more of Vincent Tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's much danger of that not happening. Yeah, well, I think it's realistic. He'll pull all his trousers down. No, higher. Well, higher. Yeah. yeah. You'd see less of him then, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's true, that's true. But the only part I want to see, really, are the driving gloves, the moustache <laughs> yeah. and the gl- sunglasses in all weathers. <laughs> Tell you what, right, if his, um, if his agent's listening... Yeah. Get him into Hollywood because I'm thinking cameo. Yeah. How many mm. cameos could that guy make in film? Bond. Yeah. Straight oh, off the bat. Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, the only man with a higher belt line. No, actually, that doesn't work. Let me just rethink that. <laughs> His belt line is so high it would even offend AVB. Yeah. See, see what I'm getting at? This is a high line. Sort of cow, famous. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High line. Yeah. Good yeah. to works. It's I like think a sort I of think... build your own joke for the <laughs> listeners, isn't it? Yeah, break it down to its but you've got to do it yourself. Not when really posh chefs do like deconstructed desserts. That's like a deconstructed joke. Yeah. Um, I think that um, Tan has got a lot more to offer. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. With, with apologies to those who support Cardiff City, I know what it's like to have a ridiculous owner in your club. I support Portsmouth, but it's important to see the humour in these situations. <laughs> this and got a lot more to offer. The trousers. Yeah, the trousers. There's a lot of them around. There's one a lot thing, of silly honours around. One thing we've not seen is we've not seen the lower sort of ankle level of Tan's trousers. That is we've not seen the fuck yeah, of that what, yet. What, right, okay. what is the break point where yeah. the, the leg becomes visible? Because that's... For he's, me, I, I reckon it's it's not can't be far away from it. Well, he's bit, what he's thought is he's thought no, he's got really long trousers and instead of hemming them, he's just put them on and went. I'll just pull them up really oh, high and yeah. then yeah, and then they can just sort of go. I like keep my belly button warm. I like to yeah. see him put his legs through suit arms. And <laughs> <laughs> like, trouser legs and yeah, with, arms. with like leather socks yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about? What do you think of the shirt and tie with a t-shirt? He's got more to offer, Jim. Yeah. Indeed, well, he, oh, he can do all of these things. <laughs> the, 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 the football club shirt over the shirt and tie is a brave shout as well. Yes. Brilliant, <laughs> is what it is. But leather sunglasses as well. Yeah, that would be nice. I'd right? like to see the um, the football shirt under the under the button shirt, so everyone goes, "Oh no, he's what well, he rips it open when they score." Big time. Yeah, yeah. football shirt like over super sh- tan. Yeah, yeah, football shirt over the shirt is a little bit like um, when a footballer gets um, paraded around. Yeah, and he's yeah. just push pull on a shirt yeah. quickly. because yeah. you know he, he didn't come dressed correctly. John Terry Champions League final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what I'd like to see. I'd like to see um, somebody throw a pound coin through Theo Walcott's um, circle hand. That would have been good. <laughs> well, they, just they, they right gave it a go on the weekend. That would be a proper soccer M thing. You've had your answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, none of them will say that. That's actually an offensive gesture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. please don't recreate that. That is very true. That is very true. Scoreboards are offending people, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> Every week. Jim has like, his answer. I, I know. No, I'm just saying that they are. Um, Jim. My answer is, is quite a serious one, actually, guys. So just a bit of hush, yeah? Um, I would love to see Lionel Messi lift the World Cup in Brazil because each, you know, generations have moments that, that, that define them, and that would be incredible. And then people mm. would stop going, well, he's got to win the World Cup. So Not Steven Gerrard. I, I, I want to be realistic in my answer. Have you heard you know, Jim, fuck off to football week. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough, Jim. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah you. Yeah. Um, um, we have a, we, normally, when it comes to um, to that sort of thing, though, Jim, there's normally a gag at the end, and you've sort of blindsided yeah, me. A bit, no, yeah, no, just. A, but just I think it would be nice. I think you're absolutely right. It'd be excellent, and, and to, for him to do it in Brazil as well would be absolutely superb. A country that hates England to win the World Cup. <laughs> Good <laughs> generalisation. Um, what is? What are those shows? Um, 
podcasts. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. No, those <laughs> things that... Uh, Charlie Sheen went on one where he sits in a chair and everyone slags him A off. roast. A roast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see the Or Mark... possibly an intervention I'd like Sheen. to see. I'd like to see the Mark <laughs> Clattenburg roast. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you take it well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. You've changed, you've changed, yeah. you've changed, yeah. you've changed. Before you came on this show, you weren't slagging me off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that was all much to do about it. A roast of Mark Clattenburg. Or, you've changed me. Or Clattenburg has a different role. So whenever someone makes a dive or does something a bit silly, they have to go to the sideline and Clattenburg just ridicules them for five minutes. There'll be no diving. I would, actually, I would actually quite like that. I think it'd be class. Yeah, yeah. Five minutes seems an awful long time, though. Yeah, well, that's what you've got to deter them. So no, it's, it's an insult. It's a deterrent. It's an insult per dive, depending on the severity of the offence. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that insult can go... I mean, I'd imagine he's pretty good with his words, Clattenburg. I don't, I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think Luke's got the point. Uh, Vincent Tan's got the point. <laughs> Actually, hang on a minute. No, Jim's got the point. Leon Messi winning the World Cup. Okay, fair Come on, that is... Mm. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Um, well, let's go straight to the FA Cup where Arsenal, they beat Spurs 2-0. Clattenburg was in charge. Mm. Um, but a good win for Arsenal. And uh, Theo Walker, he did uh, a gesture to the, the fans. And that was more offensive than people throwing coins at other uh, Him and the, the medical staff, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you're going to throw a coin at a member of staff, a medical member of staff is... Yeah, probably the most accepted one because they can treat themselves. Exactly, they can deal. <laughs> and I don't with think it. people have discussed that enough. Do you think if you threw a coin at a medical a member of the medical staff and they turn around and were like, "What are you doing?" and they just went, "Deal with it." Yeah, that's just not. Sort of, what it's not the football see. equivalent of being run over by an ambulance. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Which, to be fair, would be awful. Look at it. Yeah. All of it would be awful, yeah. regardless of the irony. The irony would make it more annoying. I think, <laughs> I think it is. I run over underfunded NHS personally. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. Good. I think if you if you are offended by a man reacting to you abusing him by, <laughs> show, by stating two, fact yeah 2 nil scoreline I don't know if that, if that was me yeah. I, I, honestly and I probably in my younger years shouted you'd applaud him I would I think, it'd be, I think it's very funny yeah. I, that's exactly what I would do in the situation uh-huh. uh, and I would I, hopefully take it in good spirit if you get annoyed by that then um, I think you've got real issues and, and in, in the same way not to, uh, not to be too sort of biased about it we saw the way that Arsenal fans reacted when yeah, oh, yeah. Goding had a Bayor for City mm. and he went all the way down the other end. And, yeah, and obviously, yeah. I don't really condone that sort of incitement, but he was getting pelted all game. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to say, at least, fair enough, we'll dish it out, I've got to take it. If you, if you give a player. I mean, Portsmouth did it famously with um, <clears throat> Thierry Henry. You know, there was a big mutual respect dished out there mm. because Portsmouth fans started off sort of pelting him a bit, trying to get him off his game. Couldn't do it. He ripped him to pieces and they all applauded him at the end. And I think that's what really should happen. Weren't they singing mm. Sign Him Up to Harry Redknapp? Yeah, and he put right? a pommy shot as well, a bit yeah. patronising. <laughs> I was I was at a line there, Terry, but I let you off. Ha ha, lols. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Jim, a good win for Arsenal. It was a good win, and you know what? It was. I was surprised by how kind of lacklustre Spurs were. They they did have a lot of possessions towards the. the Beds, I say, was Roy Keane. <laughs> Roy Keane was oh. absolutely postal about Spurs. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Roy Keane at the moment. Yeah. I have to say, actually. Mm. well, like the amount of misplaced passes. I've yeah. never seen so many in a moment. They did have a fair bit of possession in the second <laughs> half, but they were very much kept at arm's length rather than actually threatening. And the North London derby is something that shreds your nerves when you support either side. But this was actually a, a fairly comfortable one, which I, I can't remember another one really like that. Yeah, I thought that um, Spurs. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on the show because we haven't done one for a while. I can't remember, but I, I think I've I've often sort of thought that Spurs playing the, the way they play under Sherwood. I know it's early days and he sort of galvanised the troops and stuff and, and that sort of thing. But I think the way they play under Sherwood will potentially come unstuck away from home against a good team in form. Mm. Now I thought mm. obviously Old Trafford didn't happen. They did well. They sat back and they they hit him on the break. The second goal against United um, was was superb mm. counter attacking football, but. 
against Arsenal when they've got such a dominant midfield. You play that Bentaleb guy who looks like a good young player, but I mean, it's a big ask for him, isn't it? Yeah. And the actual fact, Spurs, um, had the, I think they had the most possession, but it wasn't really any sort of penetrative possession. No, I don't remember areas. them having a clear chance. I think the closest one was when Adebayor had a shot in the box, but he just scuffed it completely. It was like yeah. he hit it with his personality rather than his ability. <laughs> yeah. But Marcus, <laughs> what did you think of the game? I thought, I thought um, you're absolutely right. I think that, um, actually, I'm quite glad Tim Sherwood got the job. And I know this is going to. I'm not. Don't, I don't mean to sound like a little Englander here, but it is nice to see an Englishman given a chance at a club. We see it in, on the continent a lot, where, um, like, if, just off the top of my head, like Stramaccioni going in at Inter. Now, okay, it didn't work out, but he's got a bit of experience. You know, where do where do English managers get the experience in their, their home country? Yes, they should go abroad more. Like, mm. I mean, and fair play to Steve McLaren. Mm-hmm. Also, he, let's not forget that there is a dearth of them. There is there are just less English coaches. Yeah, well, but this could be perhaps one of the reasons. But but Sherwood knows that squad. Pretty well. You'd imagine he knows a, a lot of the younger players, and also something else that that people have said: oh, he's tactically naive. He's gone four four two. Whatever. They've got some good results under him already. But you know, we see David Moyes at Manchester United. Different, slightly different setup. But we've seen Moyes manage for what ten years or whatever. People say he needs time. He needs time. Sherwood needs a bit of time as well. Yeah, he is tactically naive. You could argue at the moment, but uh, but but I think that um, given a bit of time and, and to maybe, I mean, Lamella's going back on loan. I think to Italy. Um, so hopefully you could come back and then, and then join that squad. Talking of getting uh, Massimo Cotto and Tommy Carroll back, isn't there as well? Is that right? Keeping. I think that what what you got to look at is the way that Spurs capitulated against Liverpool, Manchester City under Andreas Villas-Boas. Now mm. we don't know what happened behind the scenes, but there's obviously something awry there. Mm. And what Sherwood come in and done? He's basically tried to play to his strengths, which is that he knows the club well. He knows probably knows the players pretty He's well. He's brought Adam Boyle back into some of Yeah, he has. They are. They are good players, aren't they? It's a good group of players mm. he's got there and he's galvanised them because the change is as good as the rest in many ways. Mm. Uh, what's got to happen at some stage, though, as you would imagine, and I don't mean to get on his back, show, but I, I do think he's a bit of a clown, actually. But <laughs> Well, I do, I, I don't do. mean to get on his back, but I think he's a but bit sh- of a clown. But I should be honest. He's way too outspoken for his ability yeah, level. Should... You know, he's got no pedigree in, in you know, first-team coaching, first-team managing, effectively. Yeah, I, no, well, I agree. That's what I'm getting at. And I, th- I think I'll give him credit for what he's done so far, but I do think that... At some point, his new the fact that he's new and the fact that he's galvanised and the fact that he's not, to a certain extent, AVB, that's going to wear off. Of and when that does, mm. then we'll see what he's like as a manager because mm. because he, he he's essentially... What he's done is he's, he's got a good group of players that he's already had and he's um, he's not AVB. What and I want is him to get incredibly furious with the result of the referee, refuse to do the press conference, Les Ferdinand right in there. Yes, <laughs> that would be nice. I'd like to see that. Would you like to, like to see Big Les managing? I'd like to see Big Les managing. And then, of course, get a bit of experience. And from, then... his, from his helicopter, so he can get a better view of everything. And then, in 24 years, when Pardew's contract's up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in at Newcastle United. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that banner that the uh, Arsenal fans put up, though. That's a lovely Which banner. one was that? It just said, um, it just had the quote about um, Sherwood uh, basically saying that he's a big Arsenal fan. <laughs> yeah, he basically said that he's, a, he's from that. North London. His dad goes to the Emirates every week. Okay. You know, he's from a bit of an Arsenal family, and it's clear that he did have Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was an Arsenal supporter apparently. So uh, yeah, they just, but they just had a big banner saying, um, "I always look out for Arsenal's results. I'm a big Arsenal fan," or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. What the well, he looked out for that result, all right, didn't he? <laughs> 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 I support, yeah, I thought he looked surprisingly positive throughout the whole thing. <laughs> I, I, um, I know my dad's enjoying this. From Arsenal's point of view, I, I, I always think that Arsenal, certainly for the years we've been doing this show, Arsenal have always been a, 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 a team who is almost about mentality and stuff. So yep. we talk about the mentality they've had when they won things and the mentality they've got when now they don't win things. And that's quite a popular media narrative. That Arsenal's mentality against Spurs 
is always completely different than when they play teams like Chelsea and Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it was really interesting to me when they went, they were playing really well. Obviously, they're still top of league, so they're still doing well. But when they went away to Old Trafford, and, and mm. everyone was like, this is a big litmus test for them. And they completely reverted to type. Went into their shell, yeah. got a bit scared, gave United and far United too much And United were respect, there for the taking. And they got beat. They did have injuries and but, uh, illnesses as but, well to but if, you know, if, derail if, some of the momentum there. Yeah, but Jim, if they, if they could apply... The, what I'm trying to get at is, yeah. I know Chelsea and United traditionally, over the, certainly over the life cycle of this show, have been stronger sides than, than Spurs have, but... In my view, if Arsenal could attribute or sort of apply that mentality when they play Spurs to against Chelsea United, and go, do you know what? They've got some good players, but there's nothing to be scared of here. We're a good team. If they could apply that mentality to those games, I reckon they'd have won a lot more. And I reckon it could be the key to them winning something this season, actually. They know they're better than Spurs. It's a fair point, but I think the reason it happens for is you're right, they know they're better than Spurs. Chelsea and Man United are better, traditionally, have been better sized than Spurs have as well. And also, Spurs have an inferiority complex against Arsenal. So it works both ways. Before the games, Arsenal, Arsenal don't say anything. There aren't players coming out in the press saying stuff perhaps maybe reacting to things Spurs have said but it, the Spurs players sort of they talk it up in the press quite a lot clearly they've got a sort of mental thing against Arsenal Chelsea and United just don't have that so Arsenal can't play off of it I know that um, Spurs had um, a lot of players out for this game and Arsenal did as well to be fair but do you think that Shell was making a point by playing uh, Ben Saleb and not Capoue? Quite possibly because he put um, he had um, Obika on the bench didn't he and Harry Kane on the bench and I know I've got players missing so it might be something to do with that mm. um, but he might might well be sort of saying oh these are the players I've brought through these are my boys you know yeah, and, he, and he might be able to find it easier to assert his authority on, on with those players in the squad Perhaps. as well but I thought Arsenal play well I thought <clears throat> I thought they deserved to win the game it was a bit of a non-performance from Spurs really as we've already touched mm. on but um, yeah obviously at home Arsenal are, are, are a lot stronger so it, yeah it wasn't really too surprising it wasn't too surprising uh, what was well was it surprising I mean it wasn't perhaps you know a great giant killing Nottingham Forest beating West Ham but 5 it's nil. the manner of it isn't it it's the manner giant of nil butchering. Pete Donaldson um, Jamie Patterson with a hat trick and uh, Abdun and, and, and Reed with with the others I mean he was so chuffed on the uh, pass and the score. He got mm. quite emotional actually after yeah. his third goal. Abdun I, chipped his penalty, didn't he? I love the penalty. Did you see what he was doing beforehand? Um, I think it's Andy Reid was captain. Yeah. I think it was Andy Reid he was talking to, trying to get the ball off him. And all you could see was Abdun obviously doesn't speak great English. You could just, hit, uh, you could literally just go, I take, I take, Is that right? I take over and over again. <laughs> Amazing. He knew what he was going to do. Yeah. Abdun missed a game on New Year's Day because he was too tired. Oh. Too Batteries for a great performance there. I've not slept well. It could be. I've done that thing where I've overslept. (laughs) I I didn't wake up to 11. And then then I fell back to sleep. (laughs) And I just woke up more time. I'm sleeping now. This is me sleep talking. (laughs) I'm sleep penalty. I was sleeping. (laughs) Um, uh, There was a few. And having a nightmare. There was a few interesting tweets uh, from Gary Lineker um, and, and Danny Baker. They said, uh, Lineker said, why do managers throw away uh, FA Cup is beyond me, especially teams like West Ham with, with no European games. It's crazy. Uh, and Danny Baker said, maybe if teams don't intend to turn up, they might tip off supporters about it <laughs> so they have the option. I mean, obviously he's been a bit silly there, but it must be maddening for a West Ham fan mm, to go all the way up to Nottingham, Nottingham on a yeah. Sunday. Hour and a half. It's fair. Oh, okay. Oh, no, it's fair. Fair. Chris. That is yeah. true. It's not that bad. Is it better than It costs a lot of money, though. Not actually book it in drive, advance. Take longer. In advance, book it in advance. Get yeah. much better. And deal. they did see five goals. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. true. I don't know. And a chipped penalty. I mean, yeah. I don't know what these fictional West Ham fans are complaining about. Visited the coach station. What is the problem? Yeah. I, 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 was, problem? I was interested in some of the comments that were made, I think, by Lee Dixon before the game, where he said. Although he actually probably was keen, actually, said um, that before the game, Allardyce didn't even really look up for it. 
No. He, he looked a little bit like he was going through the motions. Mm. You know, and, and really, if you... well, even after the game, he gave that impression. Yeah, he, oh, absolutely, after the game. Yeah, he sort of seemed completely sort of... Um... Allardyce is a little bit of that Harry Redknapp type, isn't he? Where... Jowly. He, well, Bullish. That is, that is all those things as well. But um, it's almost a case of, well, we've got injuries, we're playing youngsters. I mean, yeah, if we lose, don't be surprised about it. It's not my fault, you know. Some of this is not my doing. Yeah. This is just circumstance. Almost, if, almost if, not turning up. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you, you can't have a go at me because I did tell you that we'd probably lose. <laughs> yes. I, I've written this one off. Yeah. <laughs> and he also, Allardyce doesn't know the difference, it seems, between saying he's taking responsibility because he's the manager and the buck stops with him and actually taking responsibility. <laughs> you can't just keep saying it. That is true. You actually have got to take responsibility at some point, you know. And yes, West Ham have got a few injuries here and there, but there are teams in the Premier League yeah. with a lot more injuries who have given a better account of themselves in, this, in the round of this FA this FA Cup. This, this isn't a low watermark for their season. You know what I mean? This, yeah. the, the, the 20 results before this. Yeah, they won one in 13, problem. I think, yeah. yeah I mean, look, they're, not... in the, they're in the semi-final of the Capital One Cup, so they're doing all right there. But, but this, you just want them manager to say something to the fans you know even if you've got you've been beaten a five nil away from home in the cup okay these these little strange results can happen but but don't say well obviously we're going to lose like that i mean we only had a few players and blah, blah, blah. just say it's frustrating so, i know we we did the, with the best we can we didn't apply ourselves brilliantly on the day refund the much. ticket price refund the buses yeah, you know we we, we, yeah, we gave to, even though we had a makeshift side and we had a, we had a back through we're not used to we did give them a little bit too much room and a little bit too much space and our heads dropped too quickly we've got to sort this out say those types of things to people who have paid money and have supported mm. that club and deserve better and they deserve better treatment in the media if you know what I mean by that yeah. that was what it was like at Fulham when, when Mullenstein came in Yol was just going yeah well you know we lost but you know we might win again or yeah. something all this kind of crazy we now go to the pub have a lovely night <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's the problem Mullenstein was saying you know I think we've got the fans back now yeah, yeah so I, that, 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 that surprise the result against <laughs> Hull surprised me and all this kind of stuff that's, that's what, what you want by the way you shouldn't really overstate the the, the the West Ham sort of youth of the West Ham side. I mean, they had Adria Goal, who's a, he's a first team goalkeeper, yeah. and they had Jarvis and Downing. Downing, both are international footballers. Yeah, they had Ravel Morrison, who's highly rated, yeah. played international level at, at a younger age, mm -hmm. and they had uh, Maiga, who's their first yeah. choice striker when Carroll's not out. So what he's there. saying is, is, is the players coming through are absolute rubbish. <laughs> and they haven't got any decent. They haven't made any decent signings. The thing, the yeah. thing that put off West Ham was the Nottingham Forest goal music. Now, I agree yeah. with you. Did you see totally the, the boy crying to the strains of the Fratellis? <laughs> very weird. <laughs> yeah. what, what, was, what was the song that was played? Chelsea Dagger, wasn't it? Chelsea Dagger. Oh, Fratellis. Okay. Another player who started for West Ham. I know he's had his injury problems over the years. Is Alou Diaro. He's an international football player. He's played. He's, he's got forty odd caps for France. Played in, in uh, Ligue 1 for years. But how, but how, how, how is that? How is how is that acceptable? Yeah. That, that those sort of players don't apply themselves to such an extent they get beaten five nil mm. by a team in a. I mean, for, to, to lose a game away from home against a team like Forest. Yeah, it's not a. They're a big club. Yeah. There weren't that many fans there, to, to be honest. But generally, they are a big club. Um, it's one of those things that happens. Exactly. You know, we see clubs much better than West Ham to happen to, and but to lose in that manner and to pass the West Ham, like Forest were taking the piss. They could have yeah. scored eight goals. The Forest were excellent. Let's, yeah, were let's good, not yeah. forget that. But one, just, just before we West move Ham on to much. Forest, though, is it, one thing again that Allardyce is going. Well, you know, we've got injuries. What this? Well, I had to play this rubbish. If you're if you're a youth player and you hear yeah. that, yeah. What, how's that going to encourage you? <laughs> if, if you do hear the things of you know, we gave them too much room. We gave them this, whatever it may be, constructive stuff. So another thing, Keane said, you've got. Fair enough, you want to give these young players experience, but you've got to protect them as well. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And Allardyce may go in the, the changing room and say something different. He may Guys, I know I've chucked you into the deep end of the gravy <laughs> without a crouton to hold on to. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, I like that. Just try your best next time. Exactly, exactly. Um, but Forrest did play very well. Mm. Jamie Patterson, the hat-trick. Yeah, his first goal for the club. Yeah. I love what uh, Billy Davis said. Well, I've been thinking we're someone's going to get a spanking sooner or later. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, I think someone was waiting... yourself, you perv. Yeah, I his wife so... breathes a sigh of relief. I think someone... <laughs> I think someone uh, was waiting to be hit four or five by us, he said. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, yeah. it sounds like it was Sam Allardyce. Oh, hang no, on. Absolutely fine with it. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Celtic are on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fabulous win for them. Uh, great win for Sheffield United. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Nigel Klossman with a memorable win. Um, and Ryan Flynn with a great win. Villa mm. fans are happy with that, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, well, oh, they're in a great season. Yeah. I think they really just chucking confetti it. around. Forgive and forget. Um, yeah, no, they... they um, a few, a few fans tore up their tickets and threw them at uh, Paul Lambert as he walked down the tunnel. Surely it would have been better to, to not tear them up, to crumple them up. If you, I mean, this, is a, this isn't even the time where you'd usually have people throwing their season tickets into the, in the river near the... You know, you always have, like, a yeah. local newspaper. Yeah. It's usually somebody at Newcastle throwing it into the town. Yeah. And then like he's, there, to go. he's there the next morning <laughs> trying to fish it out, crying. <laughs> yeah, someone... someone um, I, I, I bumped into someone who told me that they claim to be one of the people who threw their season ticket on the last game of the season at McLaren. Mm. And he said oh, yeah. he maintains that Middlesbrough posted the ticket back to him. Is that right? Like it, was, it was posted back to him. The number would have corresponded to his customer deals and it was posted back to him. With just a note saying, you'll come again. Yeah. <laughs> Renew? Question mark? With a post <laughs> <back> to <laughs> a cupcake mashed into the side of it. <laughs> a little gift. But uh, Sheffield United, what a, what a win for them. Mm. Um, Lambert said he, he didn't uh, demean the competition one bit. Um, I don't think he did. I just no. think it was. A, it was a I imagine they'll do it again next season. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but <it> was, <laughs> we've demeaned plenty of competitions before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, but great win for Sheffield United. I mean, that was one of the um, one of the, the results of the round. Surely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, we all, all agree. Well, I, I think I think that with with the Villa thing, though. I mean, if I bought a ticket for that, if I was a Villa fan. I bought a ticket for that game. Mm. It's not going to be cheap, and and you know, Sheffield United, you know. A team of note, aren't they? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, you know, it'd be a good game, and it was a good game because obviously Sheffield United beat them. <laughs> he, but for, for Lambert to say that stuff, like how effectively that he he felt like that his team could do without the FA Cup. It's like, mm. That's an outrageous thing to yeah. say. Well, Ben Teke looked like he could have done without it. He looks like he can do without everything. Mm, he hasn't yeah. isn't scored a goal in Strange. God knows how long. So Strange. it's a bit... Um, 60 I, grand a week is a lot of money to spend. Someone needs to remind him that the World Cup I is think, approaching. I, well, I, in a more serious note, I mean, I don't want to go too over the top about it, but... If you are going to be dishing out fines to managers for different things, then surely something like that, where you completely undermine one of the biggest traditions in this country when it comes to football, a, a trophy that's been around for so, longer than any of us can remember, yeah. I think that's really out of order. I don't even, think you should be able to get away with even, doing that. Even if he does think, oh, just I'm, I'm not that fussed, don't say that! Mm. Especially when you've got people chipping off about match-fixing and stuff like that. Mm. You know, if you if you were going to sort of at least adi- sort of almost allude to the fact that you haven't got any integrity around the cup competition because you'd rather concentrate on the league, I mean, yeah. that's just yeah. slippery I mean, slope, that. The, the mm. moment you take that first training session in preparation for that game, with that attitude, you, you've lost the game. Exactly. It's just, Absolutely. How can you possibly... It's going to translate to the players. Oh, the gaffer doesn't care about it. You yeah. know, whatever, you know. Yeah, we'll just get through this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Uh, uh, and I mean, talking of um, you know teams thinking, oh, maybe we could do without the FA Cup or whatever. Manchester City could do without a replay, couldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, good, good draw for Blackburn though. Um, Pantillimon with a little fumble. I don't mm. really think a Man City squad of that quality is going to be too bothered by a home tie against Blackburn. Do not. No. Still, I mean, I you know, again, they, they will, but they can do without replay. We'll talk about the game. Nah, well. it's that. That's that's a night off. 
You know what I mean? I mean with, with a busy schedule. Mm. The only person that's going to be annoyed is like the groundsman. Blackburn could have oh. won that game. They could have won that game. They were really good, actually. And, and that young boy, I forget his name now, uh, the wide player, he was really good quality. You know? Yeah. I think Boyata pretty much has ended his City career there, hasn't he? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you, think, <laughs> you do sometimes wonder what goes through players' heads. <laughs> you know, when you've been given a chance in the team, you don't play very often. Maybe he just caught a whiff of himself. God, God I need a shower. You. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> or otherwise known as the Kevin Nolan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but, but what about poor old Newcastle United? Yeah. Perhaps influencing Pete's answer to the Every time question. I bloody turn up, I tell you. If, yeah. I, if you see me at a Newcastle match... We're probably losing. <laughs> yeah, turn him away. Um, <laughs> Cardiff, Vincent Tan and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer got the goals. Dream team. And they won 2-1. <laughs> Stevenage, Brighton, Brighton, Cardiff. That's the last four seasons in the FA Cup. I think, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the round. I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would not be the worst striker at West Ham if he played there. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be, no. No, it was, a, it, was a, it was a weird old match. We kind of controlled vast swathes of it. We just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. And there was enough quality on, on the field to... I always think, Pete, if you're uh, supporting a team is as bad as the team I support, I always think that it's very disappointing when you go a goal up at home mm. and you lose the game. I mean, that, it shouldn't really happen. Mm. Portsmouth have mm. done that about five well, times especially, a especially against the side who's, who's lesser than you. And you guys are having a good season. Cardiff. You know, we had, play, we had Cissé, Tiote was playing, you know, um, I, t- I think Elliot, the keeper, let us down a couple of times. I thought it was a really soft goal to uh, concede from probably the smallest player on the pitch for the second goal. Mm. Um, Stephen Taylor doing that, like, crowd-pleasing trick of standing in front when um, we've got a f- uh, they've got a free kick in the... No, we've got a free kick in the last two minutes of the of the match and uh, he stands in front of the goalkeeper with his arms outstretched. And, and everyone in the uh, Leeds end, I think, was like clapping and stuff. I was like, I don't give him the bloody publicity, Jesus it's Christ. It's the sort of thing that like, a simple person does. Well, it's what Kevin Nolan used to do for Newcastle. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, yeah. For that. yeah just, go uh, on, Taylor. Block <laughs> his view. Um, I, I saw um, Sammy Amiobi doing some shuttle runs up and down the edge of the pitch. Always a highlight. Always worth, a highlight. Worth the 25 quid. Yeah, yeah. you've kicked off 2014 with a bang. <laughs> And a big bang at that. He's actually getting paid to do shuttle runs, Pete. Yeah. I, I saw Mike Williamson Some in a casino Some of your money there. would have gone towards that. Mike Williamson, Pompey, a Hall of Famer. In, in a casino later on. Did you? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Good. He was gambling. Yeah. Who was, sorry? I, I he was playing roulette. The, the gambler's Mike, choice. Big Mikey Williamson. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. Sat next one for a bit. Uh-huh. It, was this out the game? <laughs> <laughs> is there a casino in St James's Park? There's a roulette wheel on the sub bench. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're always in there anyway. Yeah, at least this way we can get an eye on it. A roulette wheel <laughs> just gets passed around the crowd. But I just like a assume, cheese board. I just always assume that, like you know, this the, the, the sort of um, the footballers got a really fancy casino. I was like, oh, am I allowed in? And he's allowed in. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. I don't know. Um, Liverpool beat uh, Oldham two 0 Good performance for both teams. Really, mm. it's nice to see um, Anton uh, Rogers and Brendan's uh, Brendan's son Anton uh, sharing a little moment at the end. He came win- on for the last seven. Good minutes. win for Brendan Rogers, but we all know that he doesn't actually. He's not actually in it for trophies. He's in it because he. Much the most important thing is that he keeps telling us is the honesty of the group, you know, <laughs> yeah. and all he wants is an honest group. I've really mm. enjoyed Brendan Rodgers in the media um, in the last sort of couple of weeks. He's just straight in there about Vincent Tan slagging him. Yeah, and all this. he like, loves Malky Bacay. He's he? really got his feet under the desk at Anfield. He's yeah. thinking, I'm a big boy. I'm does... at a big club. Yeah. Have me, yeah. drink me in. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Rogers. he won't end up there now. He's like, yeah. Rodgers though, he, he chipped off about Spurs, didn't he as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Rodgers could be. At Anfield for the next sort of five, and uh, maybe even more years if it's if it's going really well. Um, we could do a coffee table book, Marcus. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, yeah. What, what would the reviews say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half out of five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Any more on that one? No, I didn't think so. Um, Rochdale beat Leeds 2 0. Henderson with a delicious mm. volley. One of the goals of the round. Rewarded with. Um, lobbed volley. No one thinks it's side footed. lobbed volley. Rewarded with uh, Macclesfield or Sheffield Wednesday in the next round. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> no, but they could go through, though. But you'd rather have a big team, wouldn't you? Would you? Well, you'd oh. rather have a big team next. Don't be rude. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's nice to see Macclesfield still in there. Yeah, non-league side. Mm. Leeds fans must be pretty good though, because yeah. they, they usually do quite well. Especially um, they've knocked Leeds, out some big. I saw some Leeds fans complaining on Twitter. They were absolutely beside themselves. <laughs> <with them>. <laughs> it's <laughs> not, but you don't get a buy every it... third round Leeds. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, Gordon Bennett, what's the manager's name? Uh, Brian McDermott. So Brian McDermott was big Heston. Talking of gutted, yeah, he was saying that he's worse than the in the playoff final loss <laughs> for him that match. <laughs> really? Yeah, but, probably but not it, financially. <laughs> yeah, no. but um, but at least you know again, that's what the fans want to hear yeah. play mm. to the crowd peer lip service play to, play to the crowd we don't care bloody hell Allardyce uh, d- yeah didn't Brian McDermott say that it was the worst moment of his entire career he said it was worse than the player final defeat wow wow mm. <laughs> um, amazing again that's what the fans want to hear yeah, yeah. that's what the fans want sharing the fans pain unless he says it every week <laughs> yeah regardless <laughs> well, of the well that's the worst moment I'm just really down at the moment yeah. <laughs> Dro- dropped a couple of points uh, at home yeah you've, you've, you've um you lost one of the cones for training. It's the worst moment of my career. <laughs> <laughs> the worst moment of my career. He's oh. a man with no long-term memory. Yeah. <laughs> like memento. Yeah. So every every win would be the best moment. Can somebody, can somebody write my um, my pros and cons on my arms, please? Yeah. The, the best they, parts of my career. They the beat Ipswich at home in like the middle of the season, like two 0 He's run on the pitch, going yeah, <laughs> like platoon on his knees, like arms in the air, like Willem Dafoe, sticking yeah. a flag, drink in. it in, circle. Gets a tattoo of every result. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to see that. <laughs> Brian um, Manchester United lost again at home 2-1 to Swansea Swansea this time I thought there was going to be a giant clean at Old Trafford but there wasn't <laughs> you have to say it's Swansea this time because it's they're queuing up to, to win at Old Trafford this season mm. they certainly you are look at the list of names I mean they're not uh... teams are earmarking it teams are, teams are looking at the fixture list and just sticking three next to it <laughs> yeah we'll take this they're thinking uh-huh. um, or, or next round of the cup which of course it was for Swansea friend, um, a friend of mine said um Friend of mine who's not not a, very, not a friend of the show, not a very big fan. No, not a very big fan. Of Manchester United. Um, so apologies to United fans in advance, but you've had your fair share of uh, success. He said <laughs> he, he he Facebooked me something funny the other day. He said, "You know, at the end of Return of the Jedi, when the Death Star explodes and all the Ewoks celebrate, and there are all these pretty bits of space rock raining on Endor, or at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, when Christopher Lloyd's character dies and they break through into Toontown, and all the birds are singing, there's glorious sunshine, yeah. and everyone is smiling. That is what's happening at Manchester United at the moment <laughs> for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, a great win for Swansea." Though, nevertheless, Routledge um, with a lovely finish and uh, Boney with a good header um, uh, right at the end. Third time, uh, sorry, second time that Manchester United have uh, gone out in the third round in 29 seasons, I think, was a stat that was flying around. Bandied around. And, it was, and, and, and people were saying it was the first time this season actually that United fans were showing signs of being really pissed off. Yeah, they booed uh, them off, didn't they? They did boo them off. I mean, they do have, say, the, the Cap at One Cup to come, but... Ooh, they've got big dear. problems because because um, I don't think he should be sacked and I don't think he will be sacked, but they've got big problems because the the next challenge for United, uh, for Moyes and United, as long, obviously along with winning the games that keep them in touch and keep them in that top four, is how are they going to attract players? Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 if they don't get into the Champions League, which is a distinct possibility, then that's... that's... It, I just think it sets all of the results they haven't. You know, they're getting beaten by lesser teams. You know, you'd, you'd think kind of reputation-wise, like next season and the season after that and the season after that. It sets precedents where people sort of think these are beatable. Yep. When before it's kind of like they were, as, as Luke said, kind of imperious and. and 
you went to Manchester United, you went to Old Trafford thinking, well, we're going to nice. get a complete and utter shoo-ing, but, no, but you that's think just it's just not a the nice, case this You think, oh, it's a nice day out, we'll appreciate the, the great mm. stadium and the, and the history and the tradition of the place. Mm. And the and, points. And if we... Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, you look, if you look at how it's hard to sign players in January anyway, right? Mm. And Moyes has admitted as much that he needs new players, he wants to sign players. The fact that it's David Moyes managing them, no disrespect to David Moyes, but there are going to be players from around the world who aren't really going to know that much about him. They're going to know mm. that he managed Everton, but Everton haven't really ever dined at the top table in sort of Champions League era anyway. Mm. Um, it, they're going to know that he's, he obviously may not imagine now, but he's not really one only thing. But it's still Manchester United. But that's what I'm asking. The question I'm asking is, is the fact that it's Manchester United enough in itself to, for a, a player to sign for them? And if, if it is, then great, you know, good luck to them. But if it isn't, then... It's, the problems are only going to escalate and mm. get worse and, and the only way they'll be able to rectify it is if by Moyes turns it around to, to a massive degree and, and really starts to, to, to oversee success there or they get a, a big name manager in mm. almost it, it, almost, sorry Marcus to interrupt it almost looks like the pressure is just getting to them because the, the first goal was basic stuff like really yeah. really root one stuff around which is goal you, you, you wouldn't have seen a, a Moyes Everton side concede a goal like that it was, mm. it, it, it's ridiculous but, for I mean, Manchester United to concede a goal like that, well, just going back to Luke's point briefly, uh, we've seen before though. I mean, team play, big players have gone to the likes of say Inter when they've not been um, <laughs> at the top, and, and Milan can still attract some of the the, yeah. the best players in in, in Italy. Yeah. Well, a little bit, but but I, so I still think Manchester United can attract the best players. They can't attract. Well, they're probably on that second tier of, the thing of is, good players now. Can, can they do that without the Champions League? Yeah, that was sorry. So, uh, yeah, it goes to show you how good a job Ferguson was. Doing. I mean, the, every week that goes past, you think, yeah, because because we would. I think we said at the beginning of last season. We didn't think United could do anything because the score's not good enough. Mm. And it looks to me now that if you look at the league table, and obviously there's a long way to go yet, it, you'd fancy United to be challenging at the top around this time of the season normally mm-hmm. so basically essentially Fergus has been worth like 11-12 points for them oh completely uh, and, and also the big talk is actually he he didn't leave uh, Moyes the best of squads I mean they've had injury problems you can't um, just write that off Van Persie who mm. was so key to them last season has been out for a long time um, so Moyes wasn't given um, the best of squads uh, by Ferguson although friend of the left show in, left in the champions of England <laughs> well, yeah but that doesn't matter for anything though the, the, going the this next season. season but but as, as friend of the show Lawrence McKenna pointed out that uh, perhaps actually he they did give Moyes a little bit of room to make a few signings and and, 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 and bring in a few players but Woodward didn't that make it happen basically but exactly So the and, and it's not Moyes' fault for the, the, the piss poor activity in the transfer window by no. Manchester United, the Herrera he, stuff. Yeah, but I think I, 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 but I think you it is partly his fault. Because well, I think the party players don't want to sign for him. No, there, there is a well, that's it's it's slightly his them. fault. But the way Manchester United went about their transfer dealings, I don't think you can blame Moyes so much. They should have had that in place, and and a bit more of a plan, and a, and people going to you know if they wanted that Herrera or whatever his name is for Bill Bell, and or possibly even signed players before Alex Ferguson. Leaves the club effectively. Well, which, they could have signed well, it in the month, maybe, Zaha, which is kind of what, yeah. which is kind of what Bayern did, mm. really, with Goethe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. we got you a present. Yeah, exactly. yeah, got, yeah. Got different mentality, isn't it? Yeah, but but cracking on with the FA Cup. Uh, Southampton beat Burnley four three. Great game, great there. game that. Klein and Lambert with great goals, and, uh, and Burnley Ings and Vokes as well. Ings and Vokes. I thought when they came back from two 0 down to go two, I thought because Southampton have been fallible certainly recently. I thought mm. Burnley might have gone to. They've wobbled big time. Yeah, but credit to Southampton. Yeah, credit Southampton. Credit Crystal Palace. Another good result. Credit to. Lana for scoring, just not getting upset. 
<laughs> oh, I thought we'd uh, move on, but okay, you had to have a little dig. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Palace winning away to, to West Brom. Um, Schmack with another go. Pal- Palace will play Wigan or, or MK Dons. Play how very how much has Tony Pulis, um turned them around? You know, mm. I mean, no, oh, compl- obviously they're not safe by any means. Well, yet. they got they got Wigan or MK Dons in the next round. Both of them played a very entertaining three all. And uh, I quite liked Espinosa of Wigan. He scored a great goal mm. in, in that game. Rocky. But yeah, Pulis is. Um, I mean, you look at Palace now and you think, blimey, they they can stay up. Mm. With Sunderland and, and Fulham and West Ham being so mm. terrible. Yeah, you absolutely. Think, I think Norwich are going to get dragged in there fast as well. They could well do, Jim. They could well do. And they're still in the cup. They drew uh, with Fulham. Um, so the fourth round draw, um, just to uh, pick out a few fixtures, Arsenal v Coventry at home. Mm-hmm. That was a fairly good one for Arsenal, I think. Yeah. Uh, you'd expect Arsenal. In fact, I, th- I think it's a very good one for Arsenal. Yeah. Being a bit coy. There. Well, you know, having having had Spurs straight away, that's that's good. That's, you don't want to get another big one. If you get Chelsea, then you're like, oh c- come on. Well, Arsenal <laughs> have got um, a couple of tricky periods coming up in February. Yeah. Uh, but m- m- well, don't rule out so. Coventry's um, firepower though. They, they're two strikers. What are their names? Um, Clark and Wilson. Yeah, they got like thirty-four goals between them this season. Arsenal should win. Yeah, they should. But I'm saying Coventry mm. could well, capable of, of scoring. It's no foregone conclusion. Well, Arsenal. You'd um, rather them than Chelsea was my point. Yeah, but and in, I stand by it. In mid <laughs> yeah. In mid Feb, Arsenal um, play Liverpool away, Manchester United mm. at home, and then Bayern at home. But then in March they go away to Bayern, away to Spurs, away to Chelsea, then home to Manchester City, and they even go to away to Everton at the start of April. Yeah. So actually, it's a very I think I think. Uh, Home draw against a, a, a side a few leagues below you is quite nice because you yeah. don't want to have to scrap it out with Chelsea or Absolutely. something like that. And with respect to Coventry, they will be able to rest a few players. Well, uh, Coventry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Bolton v Cardiff. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a, an interesting one. Chelsea v Stoke. Mark Hughes. The ringer. Yeah. Loves to prove himself against their former employees. Mm. Or employers, rather. But, and employees. Yeah, I both. Yeah, yeah, fine. All of the above. Sheffield United will play uh, Fulham or Norwich. Um... And uh, Nottingham Forest will play Ipswich or Preston North End Forest. I mean, if they if they carry on with this, could have a little a little cup run. A little cup well, they, run. they will have. They're already on it. That is true. That mm. is very true, Jim. Um, before we leave um, the Great British Isles, Millwall have appointed Ian Holloway. Is that as, definitely as happened? Manager. Is it? Yeah, according to um, the Guardian. Because that, that that appointment of Steve Lomas worked out well. Every, I mean, who could have seen that coming? Everyone. <laughs> that was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> what are you talking to people uh, getting uh, people in at the at, at the top? Um, Fulham. They've, they've employed Alan Kerbishley, mm. which was nice. <laughs> See, wasn't it? And yeah. Ray Wilkins. Yeah. It's a lovely little... Uh... Let's hope that broth's not too spoiled. Because <laughs> there are a lot of cooks there. <laughs> that I broth like is in Ray danger Will. of tasting like shit. Especially if Berbatov goes. Oh, dear. We like Ray Wilkins. Um, and, 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 uh, He's a smashing lad. One, one quick one before we, before we do leave uh, Great Britain. Uh, AFC Wimbledon, they're on a very tight budget at the moment. So much so they've asked their fans to see if any of them have a spare bedroom they can offer to put up some of the club's short-term loan players. So um, just doing our bit for AFC Wimbledon mm. there. If mm. anyone knows... Yeah. Get in touch with them. Yeah, but you've got to live near the, the, the ground, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so open yourself up to all sorts of uh, horrible things. There, <sighs> tell you something. I hope it's not like the film Misery, right? The Stephen King book, where they get. Ho- you, I mean, if you're not careful, you get the wrong person, you get hobbled. Yeah, I think we mm. really hope you're that. Bed- that's terrible for a footballer. Yeah, it's the last thing you need. Yeah, let's get away I mean, from that, the guy in Misery was a writer. He was, yeah. Let's get away from, from terrible places where nasty things go on. And we'll go to the FIFA house. Um, Not a bazaar. No, it isn't a bazaar, but it is very bizarre um, <laughs> if you're there, I'd imagine. But Sep 
It, like the great British public, is getting fed up with diving in football. He's getting fed up, all right. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> he, maybe he Swan. eats the divers. That's what he's maybe proposing. He's not far secret. behind the curve, is he? Not like far. Three or four seasons behind the curve? <laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah. At least. It's from the, the, the paperwork has probably just reached him. About diving, there's so much bureaucracy. Yeah. It's only got. I think this is a shot, another shot across the bows to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo because they've had a bit of a spat this season. They have. Oh yes, of mm. course. Oh, well, he's saying that um, the referees. He, he reckons the ball's in their court or on their field, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he said the instructions are clear on this matter, and if a player is lying on the floor, the, the opposing team is not required to put the ball out. Um, of play or into touch and he said the referees should make players wait on the sidelines before they, they, they bring him back and we didn't specify what time but this is something that we talked about as well and this is actually a quite serious point the, the, the ball doesn't have to be put out of play when a player's down now, how many times recently in, in the last few years have, have we seen awful awful incidents of players having a heart attack on the pitch or something serious when they're down and now we're saying I'll oh, just, just play on because of mm. morons on the pitch diving you know, th- this kind of thing can happen. And this is actually quite a serious point. So diving needs to be addressed. And I'm actually glad he's finally got round to, to talking about it. And one thing that people have said is, is sin bins. I mean, we're what, not talking about diving here. We're talking about feigning injury. Oh, feigning injury. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. Yeah, I mean, right. you wouldn't really find yourself off the pitch if you if you just dived. Sorry, you know sorry. I mean? Forgive yeah. me. So I mean, got the two mixed up. It's, ve- it's very much kind of like you've gone re- you've gone hard for, or you've gone hard on him, basically. Well, you we, sort of went, all right, I'm definitely injured. I'm leaving the field. Well, yeah. well, I've seen instances. I remember one specifically with Didier Drogba when he was at Chelsea. When I think oh, I forget what they're playing now. Was it ball, in the Champions League? Ball came across and he got a, che- a boot to the chest, and he yeah, touched him right. on the floor and sort of simulated having some sort of fit. Yeah, and uh, he was he was fine, and he looked up as well. Yeah, if, if that's if you know, talk about undermining genuine injuries. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. could that, if that if if everyone did that and referees all of a sudden even subconsciously became blasé about it, and mm. then there was a proper incident as as as, as there was with people like Mamba and stuff like that. It could genuinely cost a player their life. Yeah. So it's such a delicate area. I, th- I think that I don't really know how you're going to combat it long term because you're not. No one's really ever going to be able to suggest whether someone's injured or not, apart from the player themselves. If they don't want to be honest about it, you can't stop them. But I think I think Blatter should come out and ask and make an appeal to the professional footballers and say, look, this is the, this is the reason why this is such a crucial but issue. Do you think the players respect it? I think I think that some of the, well, no, but I think if, if if you get a lot of the heads of the league or whoever doing it, I think people whether they respect him or not, the point he's making is 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 quite pertinent and. And and players would have to be idiots to ignore that. And 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 if that the fans realise that a bit more, then they would give them absolute pelters. You know, yeah. you can't you can't have that. But going on the diving thing, I mean, do you think if a player is is seen to be diving, we've seen a few more yellow cards in the Premier League this season for that. Yeah. And hopefully, Blatter will clamp down at that in the World Cup because we've seen some really sort of terrible diving incidents, all that nonsense. I think Ben Arthur got one at the weekend. Yeah. I was too far away to uh, say yes or no on that one. <laughs> did, did Ramirez get booked as well for a quite shocking dive? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He yeah, did. But do you, think, do you think sin bins are a good idea in football? That's a bit... I, don't know. I think maybe with diving, retro, retrospective one-match ban, I mean, it's in incidents yeah. where it's like... I think it's got know. to... I think Jim's right. I think it's got to happen after the game. Because if, if for example, you're, you're uh, alleged by the referee to have dived and you haven't dived, but he puts you in the mm. sin bin anyway for... Ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, and there, there are going to yeah, be. Yeah, but it's better than a, you can't than... really tell. But when it's clear cut, it's a ban. Like, I think it'd just be as simple as that. Yeah, and because I... you, you can ban players for five yellow. yellow. So what if, if one of them's a dive? It's a one-one game ban straight away. It's not mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. I, I do kind of 
I wonder about Blatter's motivation for coming out with this now because it's very easy for him to just say something everyone agrees with to get people on the side. Oh, I wonder if they're yeah. hushing up some other news. Well, like, well, they're, like they're keeping <laughs> their ball boys and harvesting their all. Well, no, 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 you like say that, that Jim, but there was talk that he was going to step down and not go for FIFA presidency in 2015. Then when asked of it recently, he went, ah, well, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, there you go. Um, very sad news from the world of football is that Eusebio's died at the age of 71 yeah. of a heart attack. Um... A great oh, man. Yeah, yeah, shame. Very a big shame. I mean, he scored, according to the BBC, scored 733 goals in 745 professional matches. Unbelievable. Did you yeah. see the tribute to, to him at the um, uh, Stadio de Luz? Yeah, yeah they put him in the centre circle. Coffee was in the centre circle. Oh, right? on, on a plinth. Right. We always endorse a plinth, <laughs> yeah. don't we? That was his wish, apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, OK, yeah. I mean, he's in the Dean Wendell's Hall of Fame, so do check that out. But, yeah, um, marvellous stuff. Um, oh, little uh, little uh, Diego Maradona uh, update um, from one legend of the game to the other. Um, <laughs> he posted a message online over Christmas where he, he lifted up his uh, T-shirt and revealed that he's got a new and improved lean body. And people speculated that it had been photoshopped. But according to El Diego, that's nonsense, he said. And the truth is, for all who talked about me, I want to show you there is no photoshop. There is no photoshop, OK? To all those who took bullshit, I tell you to your face, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I, ass- I assume it's dicks, because the, um, the, uh, the, the, the first one was um, uh, B and then seven stars. So right. That's bullshit. Yeah. And then, well, and then, bollocks, but they probably wouldn't say Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. say bollocks. And then, the, and then the last one was just, it was just five, uh, five letter words all starred and I thought he wouldn't say c-word or well, he might it could be prick one specific person who's questioned it <laughs> the, the photo I've seen doesn't look photoshopped it looks like it's just like he's sucking his belly in. I, I, <laughs> have you seen the video <laughs> no because the, the actual when he was, he was saying that there's no photoshop he actually it, it was actually in the form of a video and he lifts up his shirt and there's some definite <laughs> oh yeah big time yeah <laughs> what, why is he even putting this photo out there is he trying to get back into well he's a classy the individual game. game but I mean <laughs> I mean, he's he's lean for a big fat guy. In that, <laughs> in that he's still very very broad indeed. But you know, there's no bulging. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he's had his stomach stapled. He looks like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Pete's game. It is time for Pete's game. I'm oh, not... New Year's a new game. What are we doing this time? <laughs> uh, this uh, very all hopeful. Then yeah. all these clues comes from uh, come from uh, Slavin Bilic's beanie. Uh, wow. On the forum, I like to think the idea of the clues being taken out of the, the actual beanie hat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no name, so uh, suck it. 2014. Yeah, uh, I was born in 1976 in Amsterdam. Stop. Is it Slaven Bilic? <laughs> no, Stop. Not. Is it Dennis Bergkamp? No, it isn't. Stop. Uh, is it Richard Vitschke? No. Good one. No. Stop. I won, oh, I can't have no, another one. Uh, I won the Dutch title in 1997-1998 and the Dutch Cup twice with Ajax. Stop. Wimjonk. No. Stop. Michael Reisiger. No. What year was it again, mate? Mate? What year was he born? <laughs> mate? Uh, 97. Uh, what year was he born? Uh, 76. Okay, right. In Amsterdam. In Amsterdam. Uh, together with Ajax players Benny McCarthy and Dean Gore uh, released a rock and, ba- rock and bass, hello, rock and bass track uh, entitled Midas Touch in 1998. It's Glenn Helder. No. I just remember he played music. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Is it Brian Roy? No, it's not Brian Roy. It's not Brian Penis, because we've had him. No, we've had him. Uh, that I made, has not stopped you before. I, that, made, yeah, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> I made 130 appearances for Chelsea, winning the FA Charity Shield and the FA Cup. Stop. Winston Bogard. No. Stop. Frank Rijkaard. No. Frank Rijkaard. <laughs> 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 I didn't mean Frank Rijkaard. You mean Dutchman. I didn't yeah. mean Frank, yeah, Frank Rijkaard. Um, I became the first Wigan player to play in a major international tournament by coming on for the Netherlands. Stop. Against Romania in the final group match at Euro 2008. Is it, uh, what's his name? Um, you can't do that. Uh, oh. oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Emerson thingy. No. 
What's his uh, name? Uh, 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 uh. Emerson Tome? Oh, not Emerson Tome, no. Brazilian? No, no, no. Uh, go on, carry on. Well, stop, get stop, the stop. One. Get in the minute. Mario Melchior. Mario Melchior. Yes! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just toying with him, ladies oh. and gentlemen. I knew the answer all along. That is poor. Uh, my, that last, is poor. my last club uh, was in Qatar in 2011. There you go. Good, I'm off to a winning start. Like. 2014. <laughs> well, the reason I was thinking of Emerson Tome is I, I know that he... I knew it wasn't him, but he obviously has played for Chelsea and Wigan as well, so it was almost like, ah. And Sheffield wins that, I think. Correct. Mm. Correctamundo. Um, uh, that's it. That's it, isn't it? That that's was the it, first show of the year, out the way, done and dusted. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com, the Twitter is at footballramble, and of course the website is thefootballramble.com. I've got a, no- a notice. Um, if you go to betfair.com forward slash footballramble, and register for an account, you can get a free bet of up to £50. Uh, so please do that. Uh, help keep the ramble free, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, you definitely you might win a bit of cash. And what I'm going to do is I think we're going to get into touch with Betfair and try and get some... Uh, Lots of games going on, trying to get some enhanced odds and stuff what, like that. Put, put mm. some football on. Yeah, maybe, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> Even a bit bet of that. on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, betfair.com forward slash football ramble for a free bet of up to £50. Wow. Hot dog. Keep Luke clean. <laughs> Keep <laughs> clean. Uh, go into the soap account. It's a mucky job, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> um, uh, right. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Ayo. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> you sticking with that one. Yep. You, you beauties. <laughs> This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.